Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Okay, no joke, you guys. Today, I'm going to introduce you to Cheryl Janice. She is a designer, and I truly believe she is a missing link in our industry. This show was so informative and so much fun. Cheryl teaches health and wellness professionals how to transform their businesses into nurturing spaces that increase revenue. So she helps you create an environment that clients, patients, and team members love, and she uses holistic and evidence-based design. So we talked about three things. We talked about what kinds of lighting we should have in our beauty biz treatment rooms and in the lobby and even in the bathroom. We talked about the importance of color and something that never even occurred to me. We talked about shapes. So you're going to want to listen into this show. She has some great tips on how you can instantly transform your business into a space that could up your referral rate by 35%. Like I said, you can hear it in my voice. I had a blast interviewing Cheryl. So go ahead and listen in and make sure you go ahead and visit her website, which she'll give you the information a few times throughout the show because she has a free five day crash course on color that you're going to want to take the time to invest in. So enjoy the show. And here's to us all updating our treatment room and making it a more enjoyable space for ourselves and all of our clients. Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. everybody and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete, and today my guest is Cheryl Janice of Cheryl Janice Designs. How are you, Cheryl? I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for being here. You know, it's so crazy. You popped up in my email inbox and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, of course I have to have her on the show. And I'll tell you why, because about a year and a half ago, I decided to do my spa lobby over. One of my clients had a friend who was a designer, and the first day she came in, she looked around my lobby. I have a big mirror in there. And she said to me, oh my goodness, Lori, this color looks horrible with the skin. (laughs) I consider myself to be somewhat of a skin guru, but I never, ever, ever thought about the fact that a color of paint would make somebody look awful when they walked into my spa. Uh That's right. So this is your genius work, right? You help people with wellness facilities, make the environment. I like how you say, you know, you make it even more profitable for the the practitioner. Will you speak a little bit about what you do? Sure. So my name is Cheryl Janice. Basically, I teach health and wellness professionals how to transform their businesses into nurturing spaces that increase revenue. And so what I mean is I come in and I've been doing this for about 14 years and I'll help you know, boutique wellness practitioners and professionals like your audience to redesign their spaces according to how it's going to feel to their clients. And what I do is I try to create spaces that feel nurturing and safe. And what I've seen, Lori, over the years is that when people love the space that you offer them 
and you get a treatment, whatever you're offering them, it, it just like exacerbates the feel good of their experience. And what I've seen over the course of over a decade is that people will often leave the place and just love the experience so much more because they've loved the space and they'll share that with family and friends and that I'll see revenue increase through referral rates grow, growing. And I've seen basically an average of 35% within the first six months of doing something to your space that's moving in the right direction. So sometimes even just painting your space, a you know, a beautiful, nurturing, intelligent color can be transformative. And so not just your referral rates go up, but your clients actually want to come back again. The experience was that profound for them. So there's two aspects to this. There's one on the beauty level of creating a space that looks beautiful and feels also feels great and appeals to people biologically. So it appeals to their brain and it appeals to them psychologically. And that in turn creates more revenue for the wellness business owner. I agree with you. What's trending in business right now is creating an experience for somebody. Yes. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The two things, create an experience for somebody and connecting with another human being. And I'm like, what a beautiful gift we have in this industry to be able to really accomplish both of these business trends in a very genuine and authentic way. Right. But I have to say, I have... I don't know if you want to call it social proof, but maybe this is what it is. What you just said, I can back you. And I don't know if I've ever even shared this before, but I had a celebrity client that used to come to me and I rented space in the back of a salon and she would come in faithfully and I moved to my own space and I'll never forget. She walked in the door the first time and she took a big deep breath in and she said, oh, finally, you're in a place that I can refer my friends to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So what you said is so true, but experienced it myself. Yes. And that's such a great story because here's the thing I've seen is that at least in this culture, in this country, your clients will not share with you if they don't like your space. They just won't come back or won't refer, won't refer you to their friends and family, but they won't ever tell you unless you do something to change it. And that's what I've seen happen is, you know, my clients will actually repaint and redesign the space. And then that exactly happens. That story that you just shared, their clients come in and go, oh my God, I love it so much. Now I can actually refer you out. <laughs> I yeah, love that. It's something that makes you remarkable, I guess, you know, worthy of making a remarkable about. Right. Right. Now I want to know, do you do this virtually too? I'm in the San Francisco Bay area now. I've been here for about three years. So I, I was living in Portland for a long time and I have my practice there. I do this work virtually. I also do it in person. I also have written a book and I'm writing a second book. So my first book came out about a month ago. It's called The Color Cure. So it's how to transform your, you know, wellness space clinic or treatment room into an oasis by choosing the perfect paint. And this came about because I saw such a need and I felt like this was in, you know, the last decade of doing this work. I saw this as a huge mistake, a financial mistake, a big mistake that clinicians and uh, wellness professionals were making in their space, just like you made a mistake when you chose that paint color for your waiting room. So there's various ways. I teach through the books I'm offering, and I also have a free email course on color. So I offer that. It's a five-day free email course that you can sign up to. You at home can sign up to just by going to colorcureemailcourse.com. 
I love this. I actually researched it a little bit. So five oh, days, you learn how intelligent paint colors can instantly <laughs> transform your business. That's a powerful statement. It's true. Tell me a little bit about what green does, because that's what I'm really drawn to right now. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, green is super relaxing. It, it, uh, it's a tranquil color. Now it's important to understand what greens, I think the biggest mistake that people make with greens is choosing the wrong green. And so there's a funny name I came up with in my book for the wrong green. I call it vomit green. <laughs> and it's basically the color black mixed with yellow. And it's kind of like kind of a bile looking green and it really doesn't feel good on the body or the brain. And, um, you know, that movie Carol with, uh, Kate Blanchett, Carol is a film that was done. And, uh, I love the set designer cause she, she wrote an article about how she came up with, she sort of created this custom color for some of the scenes on the wall, this green that I like to call vomit green, which kind of just makes people feel a little bit uneasy. And it kind of creates this wonderful, like uneasiness for the scene. And so I really, really recommend that you don't paint that. So just knowing not to paint one of those kind of yellow green bile kind of greens is way ahead of the game. So green, just to answer your question a little bit more, green lowers blood pressure. It's um, super duper relaxing. It's basically the color that we see. It's all around us, right? It's it's on the earth and it's in nature. So it's it's clearly it's part of planet earth. It's dominant and it's just so relaxing. It also, it's a grounding, stabilizing color. So we, we feel kind of cozy and, and grounded and green. And people who are really sensitive to environments and just highly sensitive people like kind of lighter greens and like less saturation because sometimes too much saturation can be, you know, really, really hard on the system. It's such a wonderful color. There's one picture you have in your portfolio and it's, kind of a, maybe a sagey green and you have little Buddhas all over. And I want to go to that waiting room and just sit there when I was looking <laughs> at your website. Okay. Did it have uh, orange chairs in the waiting room? I think so. Okay. That's actually a wellness spa in oh, San Francisco. So isn't pretty. it beautiful? Yes, so pretty. <gasps> and it looks like the space isn't huge. So that's the perfect example of you don't have to have this big, massive space to right. be very right. like, welcoming and elegant. And it's a great story too, because so my clients hired me to redesign their their waiting area. And that's the area that you saw. You can go to my website. It's on the homepage. You can see a picture of it right now. And that's CherylJaniceDesigns.com. And basically their clients were complaining. So they're in a very expensive city and they have a high demand. They have sort of a lot of pressure from their clientele for their space to look good. And there's a lot of real estate there that's expensive. So we had to do a lot in a small space. And some of the complaints were that their clientele didn't feel like they had any room. They felt like it just wasn't that professional. And there was a lot of chaos and they felt like everybody was kind of running around and there was a lot of stress. And so really, I just had the space painted a new color, rearranged the layout and brought in some new furniture and rearrange what they had because a lot of times your existing pieces like your Buddhas and some of the other wall pieces just can be rearranged so that they feel better and there's more flow. I would love to see a before picture. 
Okay. Okay. I'll see if I can get one to you. Okay. Perfect. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm all about the afters, but yes. <laughs> you know, cause you say people didn't feel comfortable and they felt like it was loud and busy. I'm just curious what the space looked like before. You know, it just had a bench and a couple of chairs thrown in there and things didn't feel cohesive or connected. And so that instead of having the reception desk kind of in a corner, what I call the power position diagonal from the front door, they had it kind of at a diagonal. So there just wasn't that much room. And, you know, clients were waiting in the middle of the room while others were sitting. And it's a very busy, it's a very busy business, a very successful business. Um, and so it just created space. And really, you, it's interesting. I love working with small spaces because there's so much you can do in a small space that you don't think you can do. You think, you, oh, I have to move or I have to save up for that or I, you know, I have to remodel. And really, you don't. So it's, it's exciting. Okay, I have one more color question. And then yeah. I want to hear how you got into sure. doing this for wellness practitioners. Because I think that I didn't know somebody like you existed. And actually, I'm going to bring you into my treatment room and have you help me update that as well. Because Excellent. that's next on my to-do list. But how about grays? Because grays are so in right now. Do those work in wellness centers if you get the right pops of color in there with them? They do. I'm going to add that to my color book. It's just in the next version of my of the color cure. I love gray. I really do. But you have to be really careful with it. You have to really balance it out. So there's, I can give you an example of a client I'm currently working with in uh, Mill Valley, which is really kind of a expensive area. It's very on par with Los Angeles and San Francisco, and he has a chiropractic clinic, and it's beautiful. It's state-of-the-art. It's it's just gorgeous. He has a massage therapist in there, and he's got grays everywhere. So he hired an interior designer to come in. He's got, you know, repurposed wood on the reception area, and it looks beautiful. He's got beautiful lights hanging down, and there's just gray everywhere, and it's a beautiful gray. I love it. I walked in. I'm like, yes, it's beautiful. In the waiting room, he has these chairs that are massage chairs. I mean, it's like, oh my God, right? So it's got a lot of black and gray in there and some wood. And so the biggest problem he has is patient retention rates. So he hired me to come in and help him, you know, with the space. What's, what's wrong? Why don't people come back? And what happens is when you use gray and you don't balance it out with oranges or greens or other colors or blues or turquoise is that it starts to feel dead, you like it for the first couple of visits. And then after a while, you're like, eh, something's wrong in here. And I don't know why, but I know why, because this is my work. And so what we're going to do now, I'm currently working with him, is we're going to we're gonna take some of those walls and we're going to bring in some orange. We're going to bring in some, some different colors that tie, that kind of break it up. And we're going to bring in different artwork to kind of give it some life so that it feels more balanced. So gray is good, but you have to be careful and you want to make sure you balance it out with other beautiful colors. But I do love gray and I have my favorite grays, of course. Well, we did my lobby in gray when I worked with this designer and she made me bring in lime green. And I'm like, this is not going to go together. And then she put it in there and I'm like, this is amazing. So it's weird how, you you know, (laughs) you think that, oh, that's not going to work. But yeah, it tied everything together. So another thing I want to talk about is lighting because recently I have discovered the beauty of a chandelier or yes, I had no idea that can change an entire room. As a matter of fact, I ordered one today for my bathroom. So let's talk a little bit about the right kind of lighting. Oh, it's so important. So 
today I was really hoping I wrote down, you know, three things that I wanted to really share with your audience. And that was color, which we've, which we're already talking about. And the second one is lighting. And the third is shapes. Awesome. So the kind of shapes. So lighting is so important. So, so lighting, I've done a lot of research on, on lighting. And what I think it's really important to know is that those overhead, we already know sort of intuitively that those overhead kind of compact white fluorescent type of lighting that light up a whole room and you don't have any other lights in there are not good for the body. They, they glare, they, they're hard on our brains and our nervous systems. And I think most of us understand that even if we're not super sensitive and we tend to overlook it. We're like, well, yeah, that's what's here, whatever. And what's interesting is that cool spectrum fluorescent lighting is yeah, while it may be ranked high in energy conservation, it's also been linked to many health conditions like headaches, eye strain, fatigue, and even the development of melanoma. And what's even more interesting is Germany, Germany out of all countries, has imposed a complete ban on the use of cool white fluorescent tubes in all their public buildings throughout the country. Wow. Right? So... That's your first lesson, if you're listening, is that just do not use those. If you can't replace them because you're renting out the space or leasing out the space, just keep them off. Which, and you know what, that's crazy because I'd say 99% of commercial leasing spaces come with that type of lighting. Right. And it's awful. It's really awful. And it it actually contributes to depression. The thing that contributes to depression is when you have the room lit up without any types of shadows or anything. It's just all one light. That's what is, that's what resembles like a cloudy day in Portland or in Seattle and it contributes to depression. So it's not good. Sometimes I feel like at the end of the day, if I do a bunch of waxing and I, unfortunately I have those lights in my room, I feel like it messes with my focus and my brain. Just being under that fluorescent type white light all day long makes me not be able to focus the same way I can if I'm sitting in, you know, a room that has windows open and sunlight coming in and right. crazy. Right. And I, I just want to, you know, value to tell you that, you know, that you're right on with that. You're really right on with that. So lighting is a huge deal. Uh, layer it. What does that mean? So yeah, I'm going to get into it now. So, so turn off the overhead light if you have it. If you can replace that overhead light, like Lori just did with a chandelier or a beautiful light fixture, do that. And then bring in a table lamp. doesn't have to be expensive. Bring in a table lamp. Bring in a floor lamp. You can bring in wall lighting. Put spotlights around in your corners if you're able to bring in plants. Light those up. So what you're doing with the lighting is you're layering it. What I mean by that is you're creating shadows. And by creating shadows in some areas and highlighting other areas, you're mimicking daylight and you're talking to the circadian rhythms of the body. And it just feels really good. It's kind of like, you know, when you're, it's a sunny day and you're outside, after a while you, you want to go in the shade. And then, you know, after a while you want to come back into the sun. And then as the day kind of moves on to the evening, the light changes and fluctuates. And so for artificial lighting, the best thing you can do in your windowless rooms, because a lot of these treatment rooms don't have any windows, is to just layer your lighting. So maybe on some type of a cabinet you have, you can put a table lamp. I would suggest going either with incandescent light 
because they're really energy efficient now. And a lot of them have halogen bulbs in them or LED lighting that's on the warm scale. So I would recommend, my recommendation is to avoid any of the compact fluorescents totally and completely. Well, I do waxing, so I need bright light at certain times of the day. That's not a problem because you have task lighting for that. I meaning. So you might have, do you have like a special light? I have a mag lamp, but it's just not light enough because every window in my room, my building is glass. So I have 14 foot glass walls basically. So I had to block them out though, because I do Brazilian bikini waxing. So you can't have people from the parking lot staring in my (laughs) door. So in my room is dark. Okay. So, you know, when you need to do the waxing, the mag lamp is just not enough light. That's fine. You can layer it as much as you like. I mean, but just layer it so it feels cozy and nurturing, kind of like a living room space does, but you can put like a chandelier and then you can put a couple of floor lamps. Maybe when you need more light, you have a floor lamp that's kind of close to where you're working, where the chair is, and you turn it on at that time and it's a little bit brighter. That's not a problem. It's just what you want to do and what you want to focus on is to create various levels of light in there. I love this. As a matter of fact, House is having their big winter sale, like lighting sale today. So I'm going to go on and buy a new chandelier for my treatment room. You've inspired me because I think that's kind of like the first step, right? You get a focal point and then you start working around Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And so what type of lighting, if you go onto my Pinterest page, if you find me on Pinterest, I have a, you know, lighting for healthcare and wellness spaces okay. board. So you can go on there and I've just, you know, pinned away my heart's desire. But when some people go, okay, but I don't know what lighting to choose, you know, do I go to Target or do I go to CB2 or really just look around for a light, uh, light fixture that you love and that's within your budget. And you also want to think about the shapes. So I wanted to ask you about paint and lighting and shapes never entered my mind. So now I'm really curious to learn about it. So you take over and, and just lead the way. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say one thing about, uh, about color and lighting color. There's a little trick that Hollywood interior designers of the 1920s used to use where they would paint the ceilings of, you know, Hollywood actors homes, you know how they had all these parties and it was kind of a big deal back then. And they would paint them these like coral colors. And then they use the lighting a certain way in the room. And what happened was, is there would be this glow, this beautiful glow that would come down and make people just look really good and really, you know, just wonderful. And so I tried this actually in one of my bathrooms, um, several years ago in a home I owned and I painted the ceilings and the walls, um, a beautiful Miller color that was in Portland where there's not a lot of light throughout the year, natural light. And I painted it, um, a beautiful color called summer memory. And every single time I went in there, it had that same effect. Like I would look in the mirror and I would just, I'm like, damn, you look good, girl. (laughs) My friends, same thing. They go, I want to use that bathroom. So um, for you guys out there listening, you estheticians and, you know, wellness business owners, your bathroom is a place where you can do that. And it's really exciting because your bathroom is an extension of your business and of the experience that you're providing. So paint your bathroom a beautiful coral color or gorgeous warm pink. I offer these colors in my book um, too, like specifics. But if you also 
feel like you're confident in selecting colors, then I am, you know, highly encourage you to do that because that's a wonderful place to try that. I researched you. I had no idea that you had books that would help us so thoroughly. Give a shout out to where they can find your book one more time because I know people are going to really want to invest in this little treat. So the book I offer where you can find all this information and my specifics, and I basically share in the book almost two dozen of my favorite colors that I love and have relationships with and that I know that work. And they're especially for wellness spaces. And the book is called The Color Cure. And it's how to transform your, you know, wellness space, healthcare office, clinic or treatment room into an oasis by choosing the perfect paint. You can buy it on my website. That is CherylJanisDesigns.com, C-H-E-R-Y-L-J-A-N-I-S, designs with an S at the end, dot com. And if you're a little shy, if you're a little color shy, you just want to like dip your dip your foot in the pond of, of learning about color, I also offer the Color Cure email course for free. So there's no obligation at all to buy my book, but it, I also give you a lot of value. It's five days of five lessons about paint colors for your wellness space. So you can sign up for that at the color cure email course.com, the color cure email course.com. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk about shapes because this is exciting to me. (laughs) I learned something new here. (laughs) So this is especially important for estheticians who most of their clientele, I assume are women. Would that be accurate to say that, you know, a big majority of your demographics are women. And so you want to bring in a feminine element. You want to make sure that there's enough feminine energy, feminine design qualities in your space so that it appeals to women. It's kind of a no-brainer, right? But what's confusing sometimes is how to do this. So a really huge, huge impact that you can make in your space without, uh, you know, breaking the bank is looking at your shapes. So I'm going to tell you a little secret. You know that that rooms, the you know, your treatment room and everything really in our spaces in this country are squares, rectilinear shapes. You know, look around your treatment room right now. The door is rectilinear, the trim around it is, the windows, your furniture that you have in there is kind of squarish shaped or rectilinear. Then you're like, oh my God. Well, now take a look at how many things are curved. So in Chinese medicine and also in feng shui, squares are considered masculine and curved shapes are considered feminine, right? Curves, women, womanly curves. And when you balance the two, you get that perfect, I don't know why it feels so good in here, but it does. You get that perfect feeling of coziness and that perfect nurturing vibe in your space. So when I was talking about lighting earlier and what kind of lighting to get, I wanted to sort of encourage you to look at the shapes in your fixture, in your ceiling fixture. If you're going to get a new one, like Lori, she's going to get a (laughs) chandelier. So I know there are lots of curves there. Or any of the floor pieces or tabletop lamps or, you know, you can get wall sconces that plug into the wall. You don't have to hire an electrician. You don't have to spend a lot of money. So my suggestion to you is my design tip. My big one is to look at your shapes and balance the squares with your curved. So some specific examples of that are in your waiting room if you have 
a reception table that's mo- probably going to be more rectilinear shaped. Then bring in some chairs that have maybe a curved arm or round tables. So a lot of times I'll see square, 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 square. When everything is so square, it just it feels terrible. It feels it feels out of balance. It's kind of like in the 60s or 50s when with the Ozzy and Harriet show, it reminds me, um, you're so square. Everybody used to say, you're so square. And that's kind of where it came from is, you know, too many squares is boring. It's lifeless. Oh my God. And- you just gave me an aha moment. My checkout slash makeup room is all squares and I can't stand walking in there. And I always think, gosh, if this place were more welcoming, people would probably want to spend more money here. Mm-hmm. I actually saw that because I went on to Yelp. I wanted to look at your pictures of your space. <laughs> and I saw that and I went, she could use some more curves in here. I, I think that curves would be a benefit. I had no idea. Every single <laughs> thing in that room is square. Well, how would you know? It's just nobody teaches these things, well, right? You do. I'm so glad I found you. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. So when you're thinking about your lighting, think about, you know, round, think about a womanly body. When you're thinking about you know, your side tables, or you're thinking about lots of things. When you're thinking about buying some pillows, think about patterns that have, you know, some curves, some texture even. So curves appeal to all styles, right? Balance. It's all about balance. So it would make sense. This shows up in the world of design, even in the the realm of shape. So I love this. Yes. It's so important and it's so easy. And so, the three, you know, big things for you today, you guys at home that you can try in your wellness space like now are looking at the colors. And I can say another thing on color if you want more more advice, which I'm, I love giving away information, um, and then shapes and then lighting. But one of the things about color that you have to remember too is it sort of... Um, applies to this, this idea of balance that we're talking about is that you always, and I talk about this in my book a lot and I give lots of examples and lots of pictures. So don't worry about that. Is that you need to balance your cool colors with your warm ones. And it's kind of a no brainer, but most people think that if they want to create a cozy environment in their wellness space, that they should paint the walls a warm color. They should get furniture in the warm tones. They should get a rug that matches. They should get lighting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the finishes, all the materials, that's all warm. And it's so sad because you end up spending all this money and then it doesn't feel right. It's pretty, certainly pretty, but it just doesn't feel good. And then you wonder why your business is kind of, you know, people aren't coming back and you sit there and kind of pull your hair out going, why aren't people coming back? So, balance your colors. I have a designer that's a fairly new client of mine and she's super cool lady. And finally I said to her last week, I'm like, okay, what is the job you're most proud of? I like to get to know my clients that way. And she goes, well, celebrity stuff, but that wouldn't mean anything to you because you live in LA and it's crazy. I go, no, if you want to share, tell me who it is. Cause I think this stuff is fun. And she goes, well, Elton John was one of my clients. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's so cool. I go, so you've done wild work. I go, tell me something that I could do in this treatment room because I have grays and like light purple. She goes, okay, get a zebra shaped rug for the floor. (laughs) Never would I have thought of doing that, but I actually went on and I ordered one because I thought, you know what? That will make it look still cool and zen, but it'll give it that pop of elegance. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. I got a fake, a faux zebra rug <laughs> for my treatment oh, room, which I never cool. expected. Yeah. So one of the things you have to consider, and it, you know, I love that, and it it probably brings some life and some movement yes. and some texture to the room, which maybe the room just needed to feel a little bit livened up. Maybe it felt too kind of sedate. Yeah, it's brand new. So I am waiting to get the right piece. You know, I didn't want to just okay. fill it up with stuff. So Right, right. Um, the problem too, with bringing in too many warm colors is that in, in too many warm pieces, and it reminds me when you're talking about the zebra and why you have to really keep everything balanced is because it, it just stimulates the nervous system too much. And so if you're giving a treatment and your intention is to really have your client go deep into receiving this treatment, they will receive the treatment, but especially if they're sensitive and especially with what's going on in the world right now, all this crazy energy you're in a unique position to kind of offer a really, really calming space. So you just want to be careful. So I do, I totally do support your zebra rug, (laughs) but you want to just be careful with that. You just, you don't want to overstimulate the space too much, but it sounds like you're not. It sounds like it's the perfect thing. Well, I wanted it to be so chic and cozy and I walk in there and I'm like, this is really boring. It didn't end up having the effect that I wanted at all. Again, where were you a year ago when I needed you in my life? Well, I just am curious because I really do feel like you're a missing link in our industry. So I want to ask you, just tell me how you, you found your way into helping wellness practitioners from the design world. Sure. Well, um, I have kind of a really kind of interesting and unique, I don't know if it's that unique relationship to the medical industry and the wellness industry and that I've just had accidents ever since I was a kid. And so I've been in and out of, um, hospitals and dentist offices and, and all kinds of esthetician clinics, med spas, um, dermatologists and stuff. And so, the one story that I'd love to share with your listeners today is the, the one car accident when I was 17. It was on my 17th birthday in LA. It was on Ventura Boulevard, so it was kind of close to where your Encino spa is. It was my 17th birthday, and basically I almost died. Wow. I was in the passenger, and my boyfriend at the time was this cute surfer guy. He was so sweet, and we were driving back from a birthday party my friends had, and we were in like his you know, super cool 1963 Volkswagen Squareback white and didn't have any seatbelts. I think I leaned over to kiss him. I don't quite remember. And all of a sudden I woke up in the hospital and I learned that I had been launched through the front windshield of the car. Oh my goodness. And after he accidentally drove it into a row of parked cars. So I'm like, woo, that was a kiss. Oh yeah. You distracted that guy. (laughs) I'm like, oops. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So what they told me is I was unconscious on the hood of the car and the ambulance came. And then I kind of slowly, you know, when I woke in the hospital, I I had this slow realization that the right side of my face and lips had been like cut to ribbons by the pre-safety glass era windshield. Part of my right nostril was missing. Part of my front tooth was gone and my right eyebrow was gone. So So it's not bad enough going through a window, but then you have to deal with the cosmetic part of it. You know, I was really lucky to be alive because they said, oh, if you're, if you wouldn't, you know, if you would have been facing this way and I'm like, you know, you, you would have cut your jugular vein or whatever. So the, you know, sort of the next, the next several years were a slow process of getting my life back. Now here I was a 17 year old, you know, who was very active working out Nautilus gym. And I was always going to the beach and they were like, and the plastic surgeons and the estheticians and the dermatologists and everybody were like, 
nope, you can't go in the sun now because it's going to harden your scarring. And, you know, I was like, just shocked. My whole life just came to a complete standstill. And so, um, I went through, you know, extensive amounts of reconstructive plastic surgery, had like 800 stitches, I, you know, all kinds of things. And really like estheticians, like changed my life. I mean, uh, they, you people out there <laughs> saved my life and put me back together and, you know, I'm beautiful and I still have a, I still work with estheticians and dermatologists and I still get treatments on my last scar, but it, what I, it really helped me understand the, this agony of being shattered by pain, but it also left me with this really keen understanding of the many challenges in the medical and wellness environment. And so that was sort of this moment that was somewhere deep in my soul, not at that moment. I knew that, that I was on my path and I had many other car accidents after that, but that was the one that really changed me forever. And so I've been an interior designer for 14 years and just some years into it, I started working on wellness spaces. So acupuncturists and doctors and, and spas and different spaces. And I just started seeing, you know, I started following them and putting together case studies to the patients and clients experience of being in the space and what was happening to really change the business. And so I just got been so fired up every time I'd see, you know, a small business wellness practitioner suddenly start to do really well. I love that story. And I'll tell you, I had to go to a dermatologist and I hardly ever go to the doctors, but I had this crazy rash that was covering my arms and my legs. And still, I tell the story a year later about the experience. And that was, I went into this office and I felt like I was on the set of Love Boat <laughs> Seriously, had not been updated since like the early 70s, okay. probably. Okay. Yeah. And that's the only thing I remember about that whole appointment. And I think if you walk into a place, maybe that doesn't feel too opulent because then you go, well, why are they, are they overcharging me? Right. There's got to be that balance again. But you walk into a space that maybe a doctor cares about enough to make aesthetically comfortable and appealing. It positions you differently as an expert in your industry. Absolutely. 100%. And it, it reminds me of that quote that, you know, that quote that Maya Angelou has, you, people may never remember what you said, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true in our industry. I love your story. And I, I you know, it's it, horrible that you got into the car accident, but I believe these things happen to lead us down a path, a path of passion. I do too. I do too. And I'm, I, you know, I'm grateful for it, you know, now that it's over. <laughs> now, I know you're so eloquently spoken and you know your stuff and you've written books and people are probably going to be terrified that you're too expensive to work with. So tell me just a few oh, ways sure. that people can feel comfortable calling you. Do you charge by the hour? Sure. Do you charge by the job? Like they're going to want to know this information. Okay. Well, the the most budget way that you can work with me is first to get my book because it's $39 and it's over a hundred pages. It's an ebook, but it's, it's got gorgeous illustrations, specific colors, and I'm writing a next one on, on about how to, the treatment room cure on. So it's going to be all about your treatment room. So all the things I mentioned today are going to all be in my next book. And so the first thing you can do for free is just to sign up to my email course. And that's that I highly recommend the color cure email course.com. And then one of the offerings that I have on my website 
too, if you want to buy the book, you can also pay $99 and get me for, get the book. It includes the book and it also includes half an hour of my time on a video call. So so they can actually walk yep. around their treatment room mm-hmm. with you. See, this is to me is such a, a no brainer type investment. If you want to update your space, because you really can, you can give somebody a bunch of ideas. They can go to home goods and pick up some oh, stuff yeah. and change it almost like instantly. instantly. And you know how paint is, you get the right color. It's up, it's instant gratification. It's like right now, right? It just, it's so great. So, so those are two ways that are my most budgeted ways. And that's a lot of people take advantage of that. And then if you want to hire me for, to really get in there and you want, you want to hire me in person, it's 325 an hour. You get, you know, it's so many levels. It's so many levels, but a lot of times I'll say, Hey, just, just hire me for two hours. And you can also hire me virtually that way too, if you want to. And believe me in two hours for $650, you will get so much out of it. You will, you will feel overwhelmed with information. You will not want to continue. You will have, you know, plenty to implement because my gift is just going into your space and knowing what needs to happen. And then you going out and doing the work and implementing it. And that's it. I can give you a shout out for something that I noticed about you right away. You are on it and you show up a hundred percent. I do. Yeah. So (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. I have no doubt in my mind if I worked with you, you would not be giving me 100% of everything you know and helping me 100% along the way. Just by the way you showed up to do the podcast. And that speaks very loudly of to the level of professionalism that, you know, is incorporated with your offerings. Oh, thank you, Lori. That's really sweet. You're welcome. I said that to you right away. I like your style. <laughs> you did. I love that. I, I meant it in more ways than one. <laughs> I felt the same way about you. Beautiful work you do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I know that My people pleasure. love this. Give your website a shout out one more time so they can find sure. and read more about you. CherylJaniceDesigns.com. So C-H-E-R-Y-L. J-A-N-I-S designs with an S at the end.com. And then you can sign up for my free email course on the color cure email course.com, the color cure email course.com. And thank you, Lori, for having me here. It's been so fun. Oh, I've really, really enjoyed this. And let's, uh, let's reconnect when your second book is out so we can talk about that. Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, Six Simple Strategies to Generate a Dramatic Increase in Your Beauty Biz Income, and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.